Who is Desiree Shaw? A qualified, registered practicing psychotherapist with over a decade of expertise as a psychotherapist, counselor, and CBT therapist. An expert in men's mental health and relationships. On a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world. One thought at a time. This is the Desiree Shaw Podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. Welcome to my podcast. Self-talk. What does yours say about you? <laughs> what do I mean when I say self-talk? Okay, you're in a self-talk. The things you say to yourself. I'm not trying to promote that you start talking to yourself. I'm not trying to promote an, uh, you know, personality disorder here where you start a whole conversation. But I'm talking about your inner self-talk. This is the stuff that nobody hears you say. This is your inner talk. This is where your thoughts reside about you. So is it okay to talk to yourself? Well, you do anyway. <laughs> so, you know, I can't say to you, oh, no, it's not okay for you to talk to yourself. It's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Um, it's a concerning thing when you have full-blown conversations and you answer your own questions and you um, have debates with yourself. That's concerning. However, your inner self-talk, your thoughts about yourself, what you think about yourself, this is... This is how you decide to do something. This is a part of your self-esteem and your confidence. You can hear yourself, tell yourself that you, can, you can't do something. That's the self-doubt. That's your inner self-talk. You can hear yourself criticise yourself. That's the inner self-talk. Or you can hear yourself promote yourself. Your inner self-talk is crucial to the way you feel about yourself. We don't often spend time, you know, with our inner self-talk because... We, as we're developing, we develop an inner self-talk, which just happens. We don't recognise it as being anything but something that we've always done. We've always thought that, you know, we call it thoughts. You might sit down and wonder about a situation. You might coax yourself to do something. You might tell yourself not to do something. All of that is a part of your inner self-talk. Now, your inner self-talk, it can work for you or against you. And what I'm going to talk about here is um, how it can work for you and how it can work against you. Now, as we've, well, when, when we're born, we're born with all the confidence and um, the comfort that we need to register within ourselves that we're okay. We feel safe. We come out, we're crying, but we get our needs met, we get fed. We soon learn really, really quickly. And, and that learning doesn't stop. Because as we start to develop, we start to pick up different ideas about ourselves. And that all comes from the people around us and our caregivers. People, they drop information into our minds about who we are. They raise us in a particular way. So we think we are a particular way because of how we've been raised. They treat us in a particular way. Many of us think that we're different from other people because of the way we were raised or the things that we were taught about ourselves. We can sometimes get stuck in a rut because the way we, we were raised doesn't coincide with how we feel about ourselves. And then we get this mixed up confusion. 
then the inner self-talk starts to do all kinds of things. And we just don't feel comfortable. We just don't feel ourselves. We just don't feel able. We just don't feel ready. We just don't feel sure. Now, our inner self-talk is there to support us. And we've never, never really given it much thought. We pick up ideas about who we are from everybody around us. And we add this to our inner self-talk. So if we were to look at the inner self-talk and objectively and actually see... What does my inner self-talk do for me? Does it, does it help my current situation or any situation? Or does it hinder? Now, many people suffering with anxiety and depression, anger, all sorts of, you know, unhealthy negative emotions and, and unhealthy thought styles, the inner self-talk is definitely working against them. Yeah, that's for sure absolutely sure and you might hear yourself talk tell you that you can't do something and the the reason why it's there your inner self-talk is there to protect you it's, it's embedded in your subconscious you know your subconscious has been around since you started and it's just stored up all that information that's ever happened to you all over over your over your lifespan your in your your subconscious has been there recognizing things and putting things together and storing the information in order to protect you yeah sometimes you find that you've got a knee-jerk reaction to certain situations your fight flight freeze embedded in your subconscious um a a situation of a threat your subconscious would have stored that and would have kept it buried and any sign or signal that you're possibly in the same situation fight flight freeze you're gone now, your subconscious is also a massive part of that inner self-talk as well, you know, because your subconscious is very much aware of all the things that have happened to you, even though consciously you're not as aware because you're living in the moment, or we hope you're living in the moment. Most of us are living in the moment, but really living in the past or the future. This is also down to the subconscious and the threat system that we hold close to our hearts for fear of being hurt or being rejected, not being accepted or feeling vulnerable. So our inner self-talk is really a, a mixture of how we feel about ourselves and all of that stuff that has happened to us, all that stuff in our subconscious. And so we seek safety, yeah. We seek to preserve life at all times. So your inner self-talk either works for you or against you. Does yours work for you or against you? So to support your inner self-talk, you need to exercise your mind. It's a mindset. I've talked about your mindset before. Your mindset is like your, um, your operating system. You know, it's like a program on a computer. Imagine your brain is like a computer and your mindset is the program that it operates on. Your inner self-talk, be it that bully, you know, a lot of um, OCD, uh, anxiety or depression, they have an inner self-talk which is very bullying. And it's the unrelenting bully that never goes home, never get a reprieve from. You get a reprieve from your bully when you go to school, don't you? You get weekends, you come home after school, you get holidays. But when your inner self-talk When that's the bully, you get no reprieve. You get no time off. 
you get no allowances, not even sleep. It's just there constantly reminding you of all your flaws and all your setbacks and failures. And it's punitive, it's demanding, it's harsh, it's negative. It doesn't allow you to even see the wood through the trees because the bully says this is the way that it is, the end. Now, when you're ready to change your inner self-talk because you want it to work for you, you want to build your self-esteem and self-confidence, your self-image, your self-worth, and you want to self-accept. This takes time and practice. It's like going to the gym. You're exercising a muscle. You don't go to the gym once, <laughs> do five sit-ups, come out, and there you go. You got a six-pack. Nope, that won't happen. I have tried that. It doesn't work. You've got to put the energy in. You've got to put the effort in. You've got to be prepared to take your training to the next level and push yourself. Push yourself through limits and get to see the results. It will not happen overnight. Now, the bully has been living there for years. Probably took the form of uh, an actual bully. Or somebody who was really difficult and harsh that you your as you were growing up. My inner self-talk, the negative one, takes the shape of um, people I grew up with. Really harsh, really negative, really bullying, underhand. And in order for me to face my negative inner self-talk, I had to strengthen my self-esteem, my confidence... And ultimately self-accept. And that was exercising a muscle I'd never used before. And that's what I'm telling you to do. Because ultimately, to build your self-esteem, to build your self-work, worth, <laughs> your self-work, to create a inner self-talk that is beneficial to you, you're going to do things that you've never done before. Because nobody teaches you this in school. You know, people say in school, I remember my head teacher, not my head teacher, head of year, he said, these are the best days of your life. Those of you that had a great school, a great time at school, you know, I do healthily envy you. <laughs> I do. With healthy envy. I look at you and I think, God, I would love that. I hated school. It was horrible, <laughs> horrible from start to finish. I can even remember the first day of ever going to school and my mum took me to the classroom and my teacher was called Miss Womack in Oliver Goldsmith Infant School in Peckham. And she didn't explain to me what she was going to do. She brought me into this school, you know, put me in this classroom and then she ran out. I'm thinking, where the hell is she going? My mum used to wear this red cardigan, yeah, with these, um, with this long belt. <laughs> I'll tell you about the belt another time. Um, she used to, actually, I'll tell you about it quickly because that sounds a bit ominous. When we used to go shopping, she used to be scared that she would lose us. So she would tie our wrists to the belt. <laughs> so she could do her shopping and she'd have all her kids, like, tied to the string of this cardigan belt, which was quite, you know, I thought it was great. Anyway, I remember in the classroom and she ran out, didn't explain school. I didn't understand it. 
I hated school from that day. My inner self-talk started to grow and the fear increased. My fight, flight, freeze was just so active because the experience was alien to me and all I knew was um, I needed to be safe. Because it was so scary, I bought into the fear and the thoughts and ideas that I had about myself and the way I was treated by others was just cemented. So my inner self-talk was flawed from the very beginning. And I thought I didn't stand a chance. And then began my stutter, my speech impediment, and all of the other ailments that I had. And ultimately, I simply thought I couldn't speak. You know, I just accepted that. Don't answer your name because you can't speak. My inner self-talk really did not work for me. It worked against me in every way. And when I came across a bully, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, the the psychological bully, the one that gets in your head. And uh, they say things which attach itself to thoughts that you already have about yourself. And you don't know what to do with that as a kid. And as you're growing up, these, these, the constant, relentless, mental, emotional torture of a, of a psychological bully. He wasn't even punching you. They're just saying words. And teachers say really annoying things. Honestly, you know, I've worked in a school for over 16 years. I left because I just thought, God, honestly, if you're a good teacher, you're a good teacher. But really and truthfully... There's a lot of you that do a lot of damage. A lot of damage. You don't help. (laughs) You know, a lot of times I find teachers are more like helping themselves to promotions, to a direction going forward for their career plan. And the kids are like a stepping stone. So they're not really invested in you. And they say stupid stuff like, sticks and stones may break your bones, but names will never hurt you. Honestly, I'm going to say a profanity right now. Bollocks. (laughs) The names hurt you. They do. They sink in deep and they don't go away. Unlike the scars and the cuts that heal, the words get stuck in your mind and become a part of your own inner self-talking body. And that's the danger, isn't it? And it's like, how do you fight that? When your inner self-talk is so battered and bruised, your positive self-talk, when anything, your self-esteem is battered and bruised and your inner self-talk is just one big bully, just knocking your self-esteem from side to side, from the inside. How do you combat that? You know, this is something so alien and hence this is why we have therapy. This is exactly why we have therapy. CBT really works for this. But in order to make that change... You've got to recognise that you have a bully within you, which is beating you up. And that you've adapted all the things, all the punitive, demanding, really harsh things that um, have been bestowed to you by others. And ultimately, the harsh part of this, the reality of this, the unfairness of this is, it was never your fault. That's really really weird to think about sometimes because sometimes we grow up believing that it has to be our fault because why is this happening there's obviously something wrong with me but there's nothing wrong with you it was never your fault at no point 
did you ever deserve any of that? And it was never your fault. But it's such a difficult thing to to comprehend. The concept of your inner self-talking bully not being true. And all the information you picked up about yourself, which was negative, actually not being true. And you start thinking, why the hell didn't they do this? It's another harsh truth. Some people are just mean. <laughs> Some people are hurting so much from their own inner self-talk that they see you as prey. They have already picked up on the fact of your innocence and your ability to be susceptible to the things that they say. So they impregnate your mind with the vicious nastiness that's already within them. Bottom line, that's all. So how do you deal with this inner self-talk and this bully? So compassion. If you listen to my previous com my previous podcasts, compassion, 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 self compassion. Speak to yourself lovingly. The bully inside is not going to like this, not one bit. However, this is the power tool. Recognizing how unkind you are to yourself is a compassionate act because you're recognizing that you're not kind to yourself, and then you're going to do something different. You're going to look at how can you be kind to yourself. Explore your thoughts and unpick them. How can you be kind to yourself from the inside? What would be the opposite to what you are doing? If you're in a self-talk, if your bully within you just is constant and relentless, the opposite of that would be kind, wouldn't it? Would be love. So explore that because the compassion is what you need in order to take you through and get you to beat that bully. You're going to exercise the muscle. Imagine compassion as a muscle that you strengthen. It's not about lying down and being lazy and not letting anything happen. It's actually standing up to the bully within and saying, no, no, because you don't have to fight a bully, you know, you can stand up and just say no turn around and walk away and do something else oh my god bullies hate that they really hate when you don't conform to their way they really hate that if they can't get in your mind and get you to think a a particular way they hate it They, they, they really 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 hate it so by turning away from the bully and doing something else guess what You change the direction. You change the course. You decide you're starting to do something different. By exercising your right to choose better for yourself, compassionately and lovingly and caring, being mindful of what you're going through and supporting yourself bit by bit, you're giving yourself the strength to make those changes. Your inner self-bully will not want that. And this is how you develop a positive self-talk, because you're changing your mindset. Compassion is a mindset. You are setting your mind to work with you, not against you. You're recognising all the the viruses, you know, (laughs) that took place in you. You're giving yourself, you're giving your mind some antivirus 
the compass self-compassion imagine that as an antivirus you know like having as you have a computer your mind is the computer you're cleansing the operating system so you're going to go in there with the antivirus and detect that self-bully and you are slowly going to get it out it won't happen with one swoop you've got to see the damage it's done and then you've got to start programming your mind to do something else and programming your mind, that's, that's the beauty of recognising how much you are in control of you. Because you're the one who gets to create the programme. You're the one who's in charge of the thoughts. Believe it or not, you're the one in charge of that bully. But that bully has been left to run riot and wreak havoc in your mind. You believe that it's not even a part of you, but it is a part of you, but it isn't you, but it's something else. When actually... It is you. You've picked up a lot of information about yourself. And many of, many, much of that information was not true. But you just believed it because that's all you had at the time. You, you evolve daily. You're never the same person that you were a month, a year ago. Definitely not. You have the ability to change. Just because something has always been painful doesn't mean it's always going to be painful. You're in charge of that. Your self-talk is what gets you through the day. What would life be like for you if you had a self-talk that was loving and caring and encompassing of you as a person? How different would that be for you? Explore that idea. What would be different in your life if you were more kinder to you? Would things actually be different? Would you be able to notice the difference? Would you enjoy that difference? The thing is, it's all up to you and what you want. Being able to choose and recognising that you are actually in charge. Your inner self-talk is your power tool. So if you haven't harnessed it already, then I implore you, to start now because that's your freedom card from the pain it really is what you say to yourself how can you support yourself against the negative thoughts there's a lot of affirmations and things like that that you can do which do help but ultimately it's facing that inner bully it's pulling it apart seeing whether or not it's true or not facing it and then creating a new a new thought, a new idea, a new way of treating yourself. Because that bully gets you to treat yourself in a particular way. So imagine if you got rid of it, you'd think something else, and guess what you do? You treat yourself differently. Imagine treating yourself the opposite to how the bully treats you. That's the idea. Thank you for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist, and I vlog and I podcast. I practice at the Priory and privately. I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Who is Desiree Shaw? A qualified, registered practicing psychotherapist with over a decade of expertise as a psychotherapist, counselor, and CBT therapist an expert in men's mental health and relationships on a mission to make therapy accessible 
and change the world, one thought at a time. This is the Desiree Shaw Podcast.